From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for the 7th of April. Good afternoon. Today we're going to be discussing some of the biggest stories, including Meta's introduction of the Zuckbuck and the UK sending tanks to Ukraine. We'll also be answering today's big question. Has Canada found a fix to the global housing crisis? As well as discussing the latest controversy surrounding Britain's Chancellor. But first, let's discuss Russia's default. On Wednesday, Russia edged even closer to default after the US blocked its attempts to pay interest and principal bond payments in dollars. Russia was due to pay some $649 million to foreign bondholders on Monday. But when it tried to pay in dollars in accounts frozen by sanctions, the US Treasury told JP Morgan, the correspondent bank in the transaction, not to accept the payment. The Russian government then said that it had to pay the debt in rubles, but this will probably still count as a default, given that the payments were denominated in dollars and well, rubles are pretty much useless outside of Russia. The Russian government denied that they were going to default, but the markets currently give Russia a 99% chance of default within the next year, at least according to the cost of credit insurance. With the war in Ukraine getting into its sixth week, many countries are questioning what more they can do to help in order to bring the conflict to an end. And it seems the UK has decided that it will start sending armoured vehicles to Ukraine. According to the Times, the Ministry of Defence is considering sending British Mastiffs and Jackals, which can be used for reconnaissance, as well as long-range patrol vehicles. This is in large part because the British seem to think that the next three weeks could be critical for the outcome of the war. And as such, giving Ukraine these vehicles could give the country the edge, allowing them to push the Russians back for good. For this to work though, Ukrainian soldiers will need to be trained up on how to use the equipment. As such, it's been reported that the British plan to send the vehicles to a neighbouring country where said training is able to take place. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your everyday routine. Or you can just search for us in your podcast app to listen along. For our third story, let's move to Africa, where the ex-president of Burkina Faso, Blaise Compaoré, has been sentenced to life imprisonment for his complicity in the 1987 murder of his predecessor, the Marxist revolutionary Thomas Sankara. Sankara, still a hero to many across Africa and sometimes described as Africa's Che Guevara, was gunned down at age 37 four years after coming to power in a coup. Following his death, Compare, a close friend of Sankara, took over and ruled for the next 27 years before being deposed in 2014 and subsequently freeing to the neighbouring Ivory Coast, where he still lives. However, yesterday Compare was found guilty in absentia of an attack on state security, complicity in murder and concealment of a corpse and received a life sentence. However, the chances of Compare actually going to prison are slim. The 71-year-old is now a citizen of the Ivory Coast and is unlikely to be extradited. Next, let's move to Australia, where their election is fast approaching, and the polls don't look good for incumbent Conservative Prime Minister Scott Morrison. Morrison's Liberal National Coalition is going into the election with about as slim a majority as one can have in the lower house. 
A recent Roy Morgan poll gave the opposition Labour Party, led by Anthony Albanese, a 57-43 lead over the ruling Liberals on a two-party preferred basis, which would give them a clear majority in the upcoming election. This poll was conducted the week of the federal budget, which the government likely hoped would give them a boost. Instead, the budget was overshadowed by a blistering speech from an outgoing Liberal senator, who described Prime Minister Morrison, the leader of the party, as an autocrat and a bully with no moral compass who was not fit to be Prime Minister. Ultimately, we'll keep you updated as the election gets closer and as we find out whether the country agrees with this take on Morrison. Finally, it's no secret that Facebook and its parent company Meta have been under a bit of pressure in recent months. A stagnating user base and the popularity of rival products such as TikTok has pushed the company into trying to find new audiences and revenue streams that can sustain its $118 billion a year business model. One of their new ideas is to create a new digital currency for Meta, similar to in-game currencies like Robux. Another is to reward positive contributions on the social networking site, with effectively an in-app currency. It's important to point out here that while the FT has reported on this story, Meta has declined to comment, and it's likely that very little, if anything, has been concretely decided yet. But would you like some Zuck Bucks for your contributions in the future? Let us know in the comments below. That's all we have time for on YouTube today. But if you want more, including our discussion of Canada's potential solution for the global housing crisis and UK Chancellor Rishi Sunak's fall from favour, then watch the extended version of the daily briefing exclusively on Nebula. Nebula subscribers not only get everything you've already watched ad-free, but also get an extended version of the show every single weekday available to watch on Nebula or to stream on your podcast app of choice. So if you want to support the channel and get an even more extensive briefing every day, then you'll want to sign up. And there's good news. Our friends at CuriosityStream, the streaming service with some of the world's best documentaries, is offering a deal whereby you can get both platforms, CuriosityStream and Nebula, for less than $15 a year. That's all the documentaries you could want on CuriosityStream, and then more TLDR on Nebula, including the extended briefing, other full exclusive TLDR videos, and, well, it's always ad-free too. Click the link below to get both services for less than $15 a year and support the channel.